Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello, SFF Yeah listeners, and welcome to Backlist to the Future, our bi-weekly installment of recommendations from the deep and sometimes dusty corners of science fiction and fantasy. Because one show every two weeks is just not enough to cover all the books we want to talk about. I'm Shreve Williams, recording on January 13th, and today I am talking about games. But before I talk about games, I'm going to tell you about our sponsor, which is Book Riot's newsletters. Did you know Book Riot has over 25 newsletters covering every genre, as well as book news and deals? Sign up for book deals to get notified about the best book sales of the day, handpicked by our editorial staff. There's Today in Books, our daily newsletter summing up the most interesting headlines from the book world every day. Get the Riot Rundown, our roundup of the new content going up on bookriot.com every day. Or our new books newsletter that compiles a list of the week's most exciting new releases and comes to you every Tuesday. We've also got newsletters for horror fans, romance readers, YA lovers, mystery thriller aficionados, and more. Just go to bookriot.com newsletters to sign up for the newsletters that are most interesting to you. That's bookriot.com newsletters. All right, let's talk about games. I have no reason for coming up with this theme other than it occurred to me. <laughs> and I guess games are kind of a cool way to create a, a sort of interactive, interesting world. And in science fiction and fantasy, it is a great prop for world building. And that's certainly the case in my first pick, which is The Gauntlet by Karuna Riazi. And The Gauntlet is this immersive middle grade science fantasy that follows a group of friends who find themselves trapped inside this mechanical board game. So it starts with our hero, who's 12-year-old Farah, who is going to a new school. She's feeling estranged from her best friends who she made at her previous school. And so when her two best friends come over after a long absence, after being away from them for a while, during this family gathering, and Farah's little brother stumbles into a board game that her aunt gifted her, all three of them enter this world of the gauntlet to bring him home. So the board game is full of traps and really fantastical settings and also these super wild bosses. So it's going to take the kids united talents to make it through is what happens. So Far is definitely the main strategist of this team. And then there's the technician who's Alex. And then there's the warrior Essie. So you get this diverse group of kids with complementary skills. 
And I admit that I'm more of a video game person than a board game person. Um, even though I love board games, I am not the greatest at losing board games. So I tend to play solo video games. But I do love the concept of games in general. And there are similar similarities there um, between board games and video games. And this whole setup gave me that video game feeling, I guess. And I think that this is a great book for kids, especially if you're looking for books that illustrate kids from different backgrounds, just being kids and enjoying each other's friendships and showing how everyone has strengths and weaknesses. And it also offers this sibling relationship and sense of responsibility in a way that felt very real to life to me, you know, with all the frustrations and love and obligation that comes with feeling responsible for someone else. And it also addresses the struggle of leaving the familiar for the new with Farah in this new school where she feels out of place and also struggling with how that's changed her relationships. And I think this is a thing, you know, it happens a lot in kids' lives, um, depending on who that kid is, obviously, but you change schools sometimes, your friends come and go. And so... I think that this story addresses those shifts in a really great way. And I really love the world building in this book as well. The settings were really imaginative and the descriptions of the characters, both human and otherwise, were really on point. And I think it's a good one if you're looking for a lighthearted read to get you through the dark times. It's hopeful and lovely and it's written by a former rioter. So again, that was The Gauntlet by Karuna Riazi, and the second book, The Battle, follows little bro Ahmad four years later. So you can read that next. So it's been a minute since I read my next pick, which is The Night Circus by Erin Morgenstern. And I read this one back when it came out approximately one billion years ago, this fantasy book doesn't give us a game in the form of a literal board or video game. It gives us this game of cunning and wits and magic. And it's a game, its two main characters have been entrapped in by their mentors. So their game is staged with within the tents of Le Cirque de Rêve, which is this mysterious amazing traveling circus that hosts Celia and Marco as they battle it out. And the stakes of the game are higher than even they know. And the entire circus is trapped in these webs, the instructors, the magicians instructors have built. So I'm having a hard time remembering details about this book because the whole thing felt like a bit of a dream. And if I was a different person, I might be convinced to reread it because I was so in love with this story at a time when I was avoiding any and all romantic plots because, you know, my heart is made from coal, which is to say there is romance here, an enchanted romance, no less. And when I read this, I was a semi-professional hoop dancer. And by professional, I mean I hoop danced in goth clubs for a bit of money and some drink tickets. But I secretly wanted to run away from, you know, the humdrum corporate life that was, you know, my 
my day job, my life in the daytime, and joined Cirque du Soleil. If you've heard, of, I'm sure most of you, many of you have heard of Cirque du Soleil. And I, I thought this, I had these hopes, even though I watched the documentary and knew I was too old and did not stand a chance, but a girl can dream. So this book really appealed to me in a big way because I do remember that the descriptions of Le Cirque du Rêve with its tents featuring a variety of magical sights and phenomena made me really desperate to see it in real life. And I just want somebody to deliver a side of magic to this place we call reality in general. So I can tell you that if Le Cirque de Rêve came around, I would buy, I would spend all my money on that ticket. And I had also a lot of feels about the protagonists, Celia and Marco, and was basically gripping the book the whole time, hoping they'd be okay in the end. Because there was this sense of dread throughout the story, like, you know, you know that things are not what they seem, that it's not just a lighthearted game, that there is something more under the surface. And I know so many people read this book and immediately set out to find a read-alike because it was really singular at the time it came out and it affected a lot of people besides me in a big way. And because it is a standalone, so today with Distance, I appreciate that and wouldn't want a sequel. I think the book ended perfectly, but the good news is that we got The Starless Sea by Morgan Stern in 2019. And I remember everyone wondering online if it was going to be a sequel. It is not a sequel. And I haven't read the newer one, but now that is an option that is there for fans of her writing. And I expect it to be as descriptive and magical and transportive, I guess. So anyway, if you're looking for a magical escapist tale of magicians and circus performers and love and angst, you should definitely check out The Night Circus again. That's by Erin Morgenstern. And that's the show. SFF Yeah is sound edited by DR Baker. Many thanks to them for making us sound great each and every episode. Thank you so much for listening. You can email us as usual at sffyeah at bookriot.com. We are definitely looking for themes and things, so please let us know what you'd like to hear about from us, what types of books you'd like to hear recommended and whatnot. And if you have a minute, please review us on Apple Podcasts. You can find me online on Instagram. I'm at Williams. That's S-Z-A-I-N-A-B-Williams. Until next time.